Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to the Teach Better Today morning show where the Teach Better team gets to join you live every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern streaming on, oh my gosh, can I do this whole list? Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, and as an episode of Teach Better Talk podcast. Ooh la la. Happy Friday. We have an amazing guest with us. I love Lauren. You're going to see her a bunch in the Teach Better family. So I'm excited if this is your first introduction to her, this will be a really, really great episode. She is a wonderful follow on social media and somebody that always has a good blog, a good idea, a good something. So we'll be right back and really excited to get into this episode as you kick off your morning. morning, everyone. We're so glad to be here. We have an amazing guest with us. Hi, Lauren. How are you doing this morning? Hi, Ray. I am doing well. Um, you know, how are you doing? You know, I always love seeing you. I thank you for the invitation because whenever I get to chat with you and your audience, uh, it's always a good day. We always have fun. And I feel like we have been on a really good streak, you and I. I want to keep it because we did... Instagram lives, you and I both were like total newbies. We figured that out at the beginning of, was that August that we did that? It must have been. I think been, so. Right? Yeah, I think must so. Been. We did yeah. like a part one, part two. If any of you missed that, you should go check it out because I feel like Lauren and I were, well, to be honest, we like were just faking it till we made it, but there was some really good discussion <laughs> there. And then we're doing this. And then I know you're coming on the Sunday show in a few weeks on the 22nd. So I think we have just keep this going. I think every month we need a Lauren Poppin. I love it. I mean, as long as the invitation is open, I'm there. I think a conversation with you is, it's so natural. I don't know. Like we, I feel like we've always known each other just through social media and we have a lot of connections, right? A lot of friends uh, in the educational space. And then when we hopped on that Instagram live that day. It was like, okay, I feel like I, we've been friends forever, you know? Yeah. No, Lauren, it's been <laughs> always so fun to follow you. The work you do in education is so fun, so inspiring. And you work in a space that I don't get to get a lot of professional development in. And so I always love learning from you. Um, you know what? But I should say, before we get too far in, in case our audience hasn't yet connected with you, do you mind sharing who you are, what you do in education, kind of all that jazz? Sure. Um, you know, likewise, also, let me just show you a little gratitude, Ray. I can't take a compliment from you and not return one, but um, I admire you and the work you do with the Teach Better team uh, in, in this space. You really inspire so many educators from all around the world, and there's nothing better than uh, collaborating and sharing ideas. We definitely are better together. I feel like we're all like these little pieces of a puzzle, right? And what happens when we put the puzzle together, you know, we see the big picture. Um, and, and and maybe we see it a little bit differently, but that's okay too. So uh, thank you for that. Thank you for giving educators the space to share and connect. Uh, I'm Lauren Kaufman, and this is my 18th year in education. And when I say that, I'm always like blown away. What happened to the time, right? But my trajectory of my career has been unbelievable. Um, you know, I've been a teaching assistant, a classroom teacher, a literacy specialist in middle school, 
and elementary school. I've been an instructional coach. That was a really uh, special part of my career. That's what where I learned how to be a thinking partner, how to be a learning partner, how to learn with people, for people, about people. Um, and I'm an administrator now. I was an assistant principal. Now I'm a district leader serving as the director of literacy in Long Island, New York, uh, where I was born and raised. So I haven't left here. And um, I love it. I'm passionate about education. I'm passionate about people and working with people and uh, just learning about how people learn, how children learn, how adults learn. Um, I, I just love hearing other perspectives. I think years ago, when I was maybe brand new in education, I, I'll be honest and totally transparent. I used to think like my way was the only way. <laughs> but as I've evolved in the educational space and I've met so many people and had so many incredible conversations, I just realized that we are better together, that we have to use the collective intelligence of the world and the people in it uh, to be better. So here I am with you today. And I, I love to write, you know, um, you know, I do have a blog and um, I do uh, a lot of writing and I'm excited. I have a book that will be coming out. Hopefully, I don't know what the, the timeline for that is, but I just handed in my first draft and that's hard to believe. Um, Ooh, so congrats. Yeah. So I love sharing my learning and uh, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful every day to be where I am now. And I couldn't do it without the amazing mentors and coaches and educators. Um, I, I just wouldn't be where I am now. So I'm, I'm so grateful. Guys, we're going to talk a lot about Lauren's blog during this episode, because every time Lauren has a good idea, she blogs about it. Like there's never a time where Lauren has given me insight and not been like, oh, and by the way, I just blogged about that concept. She, I don't know. I don't know how you find the time. You must blog at like 2 a.m. when everyone's asleep and your day is over because every single time I talk to you, you're like, okay, I wrote a blog on that and I made it really catchy, like four tips for or a hundred tips or this or 10 ideas for the best, whatever. And it's like, those are my favorite kind of blogs, like really like strategy focused, tactical and fun to read. I, I love that you are so active on that blog. It's awesome. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I just feel like when I write, it's really to reflect on my own learning and to process my own learning so that I can be better. And I found that the benefit of doing that is that I never know who my blogs are going to reach and who they'll inspire. And some resonate more than others with, with people, I'm sure of that. Um, but it always blows me away, you know, when somebody uh, connects with it and I'm able to help a fellow educator because of my own learning. Um, and you asked me when I do it, uh, the, the last blog that I wrote, actually, I was sitting in my hair salon getting my hair done and I actually wrote the blog uh, while I was waiting to get my hair, you know, to get my hair washed. Okay, and wait. I, <laughs> yes. Then we need those tips because that's the kind of timeline that I feel like is the only way I get the extra things done too is like when you're getting your hair cut and you're waiting for like the dye to set in or your hair is being dried or um, like if you have like five minutes before the school pickup line actually moves, it's like that's when you get things done. What, what are all those other like secret times? I'm trying to well, I've also done it while waiting online at Costco or when I'm food shopping. Like if there's a really long line, I open up, I have a little secret tip. 
it's not such a secret. I'm sharing it now with you all. But um, whenever I read a book or something, I open up the notes section of my phone and I title it, you know, with whatever book I'm reading. And I jot down all the quotes that resonate in that space. That way, you know, you're not going to pick, um, you're not going to carry around all the books that you're reading all the time and have it accessible. But what I do have accessible is my phone. And so I can always pull out you know, whatever book I've read, I have many, many quotes that have resonated with me. And if I'm thinking about something that has happened to me that week, I usually connect it with some of the quotes I have in some of the books that I've read. And that's how my ideas are really born. And um, I think the more you write too, the easier it, it comes to you. Um, you know, I used to perseverate over my blogs and my writing like the first, I would say, 10 blogs I put out, maybe 20. <laughs> um, I used to like look at them over and over again, and I would be so scared to just push them out. And now it's just like I kind of write and say what's on my mind. And it's funny, the ones that I write pretty quickly are the ones that seem to resonate sometimes more than the ones that I put the most thought into. So it's interesting. Yeah, we're going to have to talk more about that when we transition to our team talk. I know you had a recent blog that caught a lot of people's attention. So we'll get to that. But I do think this is cool. Like the, this is obviously being shown to people on a Friday morning. I think that could be cool to challenge people to open their notes app or open some section in your phone that is easily accessible. Like don't create more hurdles for yourself. If it ends up being you're sending yourself an email, so be it. But use that as a documentation space of either quotes you're reading in books like Lauren shared or ideas that come up or concepts you feel like are are good to reflect on. And those are the times that when you then have those moments, you can pull an idea and write on it. I think the hardest part about blogging is the misconception that you sit down and when you sit down, you come up with the idea. The reality is that you should be coming up with 10 ideas previously. And then when you sit down, they're usually out of the 10 is like, one idea that sounds pretty good to write about that day. I do that constantly. I was just talking to, um, I'm seeing a physical therapist for my shoulder and he's really stuck on starting a podcast. And I'm like, why are you stuck? Like you talk to people all day. He is so, Lauren, he is so knowledgeable. Like somebody that explains things in a way that feels simple, but he has the scientific knowledge behind it. And he's like, I just don't know what to talk about. I'm like, what you should do, honestly, is keep a notepad or on your phone, write down every question people ask you in the day. And there will be one, maybe not all 50, but there'll be one that you're like, I can talk on that. That would be easy, you know, and start that way. So uh, it'd be cool to have some people start blogs and podcasts that we can kind of inspire them to do this morning. Yeah, totally. And I'm totally, it's resonating what you're saying. I feel like just jump in and, and try something new. What is, I always think, what's the worst that can happen? You know, and I, I just feel like, you know, the longer you wait and the longer you think about it, you're getting further away from the idea you originally had. So you might as well nurture whatever idea it is that you have, get it out there um, and see, see who it resonates with. I mean, do it for yourself, if not for anybody else. And you'll see, when you do it authentically that way, whether you're writing or doing a podcast, whatever content you're creating, um, if you start with you and you're just stay, you stay true to yourself and your passions, then naturally it will have influence and impact um, over others. So uh, just go well, for it. 
<laughs> yeah, and you, you already have two followers, listeners, readers, Lauren and I. We, we want to listen and read whatever you're coming up with. So get that going and then direct message us links and we'll be we'll be viewers, we'll be readers, we'll share it out. It'll be cool. All right, I Lauren, I, wa I want to make sure we get to this blog post that like blew up the internet. So we're going to be right back for our team talk because I want to make sure our community hears about this before they head too far into their day. the Teach Better Teams morning show. We are getting into our team talk and I would love to focus on Lauren's recent blog. I know we've talked a lot about her blog and you're going to have to head over to follow her there. Obviously, we also have our Teach Better Team blog that has so many different guest authors, including Lauren. So don't worry, we have so much good stuff. But this specific blog seemed to resonate with a lot of educators as we wrap up September, head into a really good October so I'd love to get us started there, Lauren, if you're willing to give us a little synopsis in case some of our viewers have not read the piece yet. Sure. Uh, so this piece is called Embracing Imperfection. And, you know, I have this uh, historically this, uh, I don't know, I, I, I'm really hard on myself. Um, I, I create narratives in my mind sometimes that don't really exist in real life. I start making up stories and I... Their stories are very interesting, <laughs> but they're not kind sometimes. And let's be real. I mean, we're human beings. Uh, we can beat ourselves up over things. They could be small things that happen, but to us, they mean everything. And even though it's a microcosm to somebody else's day, um, it could hit you in a totally different way. So what happened to me last week is it was on a Monday and I didn't start the Monday off on a great foot because when I opened my calendar, which I do every morning right before I leave the house, um, I'm, I'm, after I pack the kids' lunches, I'm like, okay, where do I need to be? Because I'm a K-12 person. So I, you know, and I also look the night before, but I always confirm. But for whatever reason, I didn't look the night before. I didn't look two days before. I think I was just consumed in whatever I was consumed in. <laughs> and I looked the morning of and I said to myself, oh my goodness, I have two important meetings scheduled at the same time. One was a professional learning experience with teachers that I had very carefully planned for. And another was a very important meeting that I needed to be at. So I was very upset with myself um, without getting into too much detail. You know, of course, I can only be at, in one of those spaces. But the reality was, was that while I was in the other space, I was really hard on myself. And it was a struggle for me to be very, very present at this meeting because I was thinking about where I should also be <laughs> during that time. And I right. did not it wasn't, like mm -hmm. it wasn't that you made the wrong choice to go to one over the other, but both were equally as important and you felt badly. It was like a losing situation no matter which you chose. 
It was. And, and I kept saying to myself, how did I do this, Lauren? How did you do this? You, you're always so careful with your calendar. But we're human beings. You know, I almost felt like, you know, the person who always speeds on the road, they never get the ticket. And then the person who speeds that one time, you're getting pulled over. Exactly. So I felt like I was pulling myself over because I was the one. There was no one else but myself who was giving myself the ticket, right? I was mm -hmm. I was really hard. And I had made um, a, a commitment this year to myself because there are so many priorities I have personally, professionally, and I really... I'm always making this commitment that, you know, that the, the students, the teachers, the community I serve, they really come first in my profession. You know, even though I love doing what I'm doing right now, um, my priority is the kids, the community and the teachers. And um, so what does that mean, Ray? That means that I need to be a little kind to myself and say no to things that I might say yes to um, in other spaces in my life. So I started doing that. And, um, you know, the blog is really all just about um, how I worked through this. I worked through this narrative and I talk about how I had these gentle disruptors that happen in my day, like a kind text or somebody saying something kind or I got a kind um, note, you know, in my mailbox. And those little reminders, which I share in the blog, I actually took some screenshots of those reminders and I put them in the blog because that person who was sent me that message probably didn't realize that I was having a tough day on myself. You know, it was really myself mm -hmm. who was creating that tough day. And because they sent me that message of gratitude, it really lifted me up and I couldn't thank them enough. So of course I showed them gratitude back and I had to, you know, thank them and said, you, you have no idea how much this meant to me. And one of these messages that I received, ironically, because I'm talking about a blog post, was about, it was a new assistant principal who sent me a message saying, Lauren, I, and I didn't even know she read my blog, uh, quite honestly, but she says, Lauren, I just want to share with you that every week we share a newsletter in my building and we used a quote from your, re um, your recent blog. It was called A Teacher's Magic and linked the blog post. Um, and I did notice my blog was getting a lot of traffic that day with that particular post. I didn't know why, um, but she said, thank you for being such an inspiration and a role model. And I said to myself, wow, you know, um, I was hard on myself and I was mean and I was unkind to myself, but look at that. She totally turned my day around just with that one little message. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's really what the gist is. Um, my friend Megan Lawson wrote a blog recently called We Are Not Pizza. And she says in the blog, so let's free ourselves of the crippling pressure of centering ourselves in every narrative. It's often not about us at all. And I find that quite liberating and critical to see the work clearly. And that was really inspiring. So uh, not only do I write my own blog, but I, I am an avid reader of other people's blogs and writing because they inspire me. So um, I just feel like it's this circle of gratitude, you know? Um, we keep yeah, I, each other up, I, you know? It's so important for us to have these reminders and to talk about the mistakes we make in life because first off, we all do it. So sometimes when you make an error, make a mistake, whether it was intentional, you know, it's obviously typically unintentional, 
we need to know that we're not the only ones that have fallen into that space to, to really have some unity. And then the other note, other thing that I really love about your blog is knowing that sometimes the, the most cruel person that we put all of our negativity towards is ourselves, And it can be so challenging to do a, a intentional audit of how we're not only speaking to others, but how we're speaking to ourselves. I wonder if that is maybe a takeaway as we challenge our listeners here to go check out the blog, go read it, do their own reflection. I would encourage them always to direct message you with their thoughts and, you know, do some reflection following their reading. But I think this is a really good moment to say, okay, am I walking into the day treating myself well? Because I know most educators, especially those in the Teach Better family, continuously choose to treat others really well. And I see them doing it. I hear about them doing it. And as educators, we love to serve and give to others. We do not always do the best serving and giving to ourselves. And I think this is a great Friday reminder, no matter if you've made a mistake that you feel badly about earlier this week, maybe you had a really rough day, maybe there's something going on at home that's stressing you out. How can we use our own gifts on ourselves and do a quick audit saying, okay, am I treating myself well? Because it's such an important skill to practice. Yeah, you said it, Ray. Um, You know, there's a part of that blog post where I say that I really harness the collective intelligence of my team when I feel like I'm alone, you know, and I'm the one who creates that alone space sometimes. Again, that narrative in my head. And you just said that the Teach Better team, you really rely on each other and lift each other up. I do the same thing with my team. And as I'm getting to know my team more and more, I realize that we all have such amazing gifts. Um, And I share at the end of the blog, like three actionable ideas that we can implement when we're being hard on ourselves and we're embracing our own imperfection. And the first one is embracing the collective intelligence. You know, Um, I'm reading the book, Big Potential right now by Sean Acker. And he talks about how it doesn't matter how brilliant the individual is. Um, You could have people of average intelligence, but together they're more brilliant than that one person. You know, um, so that's really interesting. And the second one is really just to practice self-compassion, you know, acknowledge that we are imperfect and allow ourselves to make mistakes, give ourselves grace. And it really, um, you know, by reducing that self-criticism, we can improve our overall well-being. So, you know, that's another one, you know, moving forward, but also like not having toxic positivity either. Like when you're in that space, it's okay to like live in it a little bit. And, um, you know, when you reach out to a friend and say, I'm not having a good moment or I'm not having a good day uh, for them to say, I feel you, Lauren. Um, you know, I've been there before and, you know, just work through it. You know, sometimes for me, that feels better than someone saying, it's going to be fine, Lauren, you'll be okay. Because that actually gets me a little more anxious when someone says that. It's almost like when you have someone just saying, live in that feeling a moment, you know, you're going to work through it. It just, it's better for me. So, and then the third one is just like, focus on your priorities and, and that will help with your time management, you know, because it's hard to juggle. Educators have a lot on their plates and you know, if when we focus on our immediate objectives, we go back to our why, our core values, uh, think about what we're doing and why we're doing it. 
um, it centers you. It brings you back to where you're supposed to be. So that's mm. really it. That's the gist of it on this uh, Friday morning. So many good things to come and so many good takeaways from our conversation here. Lauren, can you share with our community how they can stay connected to you? Obviously, we need the link to the blog, but also I want to make sure they follow you on social. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. So on all social media, you can follow me at Lauren M. That's my middle initial, Michelle, laurenmkaufman.com. Is actually that's my website. My social media handle is Lauren M. Kaufman. <laughs> but the social but the website is the same thing, laurenmkaufman.com. So uh, I love connecting with educators. If you want to reach out, I'm always here to be a thinking and learning partner with you all. So fun. Lauren, thank you so much for waking up early and being a part of this. We want to share with our community that we hope you have an amazing day, an amazing weekend ahead. And then of course, let us know if you need anything, both. Lauren and I, as well as the entire Teach Better team is here to support you. So do not let the day go by if you need something. Have a wonderful day, friends. We will see you soon. Bye. Hey, Teach Better community. Thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to Teach Better Talk, we would love a five-star review. (laughs) The comments are always so entertaining. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow. 